Cold of War, also known as Esri Dax from Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Neil Before Pod. Neil Before Blog presents Neil Before Pod. Hello, and welcome to an experimental edition of Neil Before Pod. I'm your host Craig, and this is the first in what could be a regular trailer chat feature, where we talk about new trailers for films that we just happen to be interested in. Just testing this out for now, as I personally don't normally watch trailers for fear of spoilers, but in the interest of discussion, I'm possibly willing to waive that for the initial trailers. So without further ado, let's dive in and start with Justice League. So, here to talk trailers, we have Aaron. Hello. And Chris. Hello. I hope you've both seen this trailer, otherwise it's going to be a very short conversation can confirm so, that I've seen the trailer. And that trailer is Justice League. Chris, have you seen oh, it? Oh, that one. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Power Rangers, I've seen the trailer. I'm ready to go. Uh, You've seen the trailer, yeah. I've the seen the trailer, out. at least. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so Power Rangers, I mean Justice League. Oh, the <laughs> Justice League, yes. They, they both have a guy in a red suit that looks suspiciously the same. It does look like a very similar costume. Yes. Uh, I'm breaking my sort of cardinal rule here. I'm watching trailers for the the benefit of all the listeners who um, might want to hear us talk about trailers. It's worth a try. So Justice League seems like a good place to start since it just came out. So first up, I think, is just general thought on the whole trailer as an experience. And Aaron, you could start. I... I think I'm still struggling with the whole universe idea in DC, and I don't think this trailer has managed to convince me that instantly putting together a a team is, is going to work and be anything more than a few gags before a big fight. So ultimately action seemed like it would be really good and the interplay between the characters seems like it'd be really good but can they really get past this massive barrier i'm still not convinced um interesting because the obviously the dc universe is something you're quite familiar with with watching the the tv shows so what is it about the films that doesn't quite track just the it's just the it's just the speed of it the you know the 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 tv shows have come together over a nice long time and have built themselves up piece by piece whereas this is immediately into galaxy spanning threats with five massively powerful superheroes and how can that be anything more than just a glory fest which if all they want is that then fine, but I think they want more than that. I think we've been trying to give us something more than that with the Batman v Superman, where they're trying to make it about Superman is really a human being and how do we treat them? It felt like that was most supposed to be more than just an action film. And if this one's going to carry on, this Justice League is going to carry on in that vein, then how can you do that so quickly? Yeah, I think it is a bit too early. I mean, obviously the, the the obvious comparison is Marvel, who spent years doing solo films before they cracked the Avengers because they built up to it. Whereas just whereas DC just want to do it in reverse. 
They're just, okay, we had Man of Steel, that made money. Let's do Batman v Superman, quick. Now let's just do Suicide Squad so we get all the villains. Now let's do Justice League so we get all the, the, the heroes together. And we'll get the solo films later. It'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I do. I, I feel the same way. I mean, the thing is, I think Suicide Squad would have worked better had you been introduced to all the villains at the same time as you were introduced to your new band of heroes that were going to form the Justice League. Or at least some of them. I mean, or at least some of them, or at least yeah. drop a few of them in. Do, do something like that to make the characters go, oh yeah, that's that evil character. Oh yeah, they were a baddie in that other film. Or they were evil in that film. And they were... That. And, and you, you build it up, whereas having this where, by the, by the point we see this film, we'll have seen Wonder Woman, but we won't really have been introduced to any of the other characters. And since Wonder Woman's being set in the past, I don't think that you're going to get Flash and Aquaman popping up there for some reason. Obviously, we've met Batman too. But yeah. We've met Batman, but you've <laughs> only really met two of the main characters that you're going to be seeing in the film so by the point of this film we're only going to have been introduced to Wonder Woman and Batman as the main characters really so we're not going to be as invested in them and I kind of feel that they're putting the cart before the horse and it it, it just seems a shame because I think these characters and the actors as well if their characters were given a fair chance up front we'd have a better reception in the same way that Suicide Squad, I think, would have been better had we seen the villains introduced on the way up. Also, you know, if it had been a better film, that would have helped. It, it being a better film would have helped a lot, but I think if you'd already known the characters, you would have been more excited about seeing them interacting, whereas being introduced to them sort of shot by shot with a little description underneath saying who they were. Or their a Instagram profile or whatever Yeah, it is. their Instagram profile, <laughs> you know, their 140-character description, I think, would have made it better and i kind of have the feeling that this film's going to end up doing the same they're not going to get used either are they the villains are not going to be in this justice league film are they not those so, ones i don't think so unless unless they you see a brief cameo of the flash fighting captain boomerang or something like he was in suicide squad just for the just for the introduction scene which which means that the time spent on building that suicide squad film could have been spent building more about this attack that's coming because what bothered me about the trailer was the comment from from bruce's there's an attack coming and he's pretty much got that entirely from the ravings of the lunatic lex luther nothing else just and his one dream. and his well there is his dream as well but his dream was hardly coherent bruce you must do something oh yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I must do something. And there's this mad guy saying this, something's going on. And it, he's now constructed an entire plan in the way that Batman meticulously plans off of two essentially small pieces of spurious commentary. And you're thinking, well, am I, I can't easily invest in that. You know, it is just going to be you're telling me the bad is coming and we must fight it. And I just have to believe you. So I think I would have liked the Suicide Squad slot to have been filled with something that gave me a bit more chat. Yeah. Uh, in terms of this trailer on its own, I mean, we could talk all night about the actual universe or lack thereof. Um, I'm a bit turned off by this bleak and colourless aesthetic we've got again. You know, I'm just um, I'm a bit tired of this. Everything's through a sepia tone filter. It's just really boring to look at. However, Especially when these characters are supposed to be colourful. 
Well, you say that, and I, I want to I come back to that. I totally disagree. They have to differentiate themselves between Marvel. That's straight. But also, I don't think there's anything wrong with having this franchise over here is nice and fun and colorful. That's Marvel. This other franchise over here is nice and fun and colorful, and that's DC on television. What is wrong with having one of them being a bit grittier and a bit nastier because for whatever you did like about the, the the movies as they've set up so far, they have tried to present something that's based on an ideological problem. So the Batman versus Superman was one where he was, it is superhuman, should we treat him this way, should we do that? And that's like a real world relevant problem. Whereas Marvel's Avengers 2 was Rammed if this really powerful computer got really out of control and we could lift up large blocks of earth and there were lots of things flying around. And fine, it's this, it's, it's fun. It's, it's something to watch, but it's ultimately forgettable. So having a universe where they're trying to do something which is a bit darker, a bit more meaningful, I welcome it. I actually want to see this and I don't think I need to see Superman in a glowing red costume just to enjoy him. They could, they could do it without draining all of the colour from scenes because sometimes it's quite difficult to tell what's going on because everything's just so grey and muted and you know and unpleasant looking. I I haven't found it unpleasant looking. I found it just to be uh, putting a tone on it. I mean, what did you think then to the humour? Because one of the things that they've really noticeably put in this trailer was lots of jokes. How did that yeah, sit with you? None of them were that funny. That was the problem. Oh, well, the superpower being rich, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, you know? yeah that, that, that was good. What are your superpowers again? I'm rich. The bit where the Bruce Witt or Batman says to Commissioner Gordon, um, you know, temporary, whatever it is, when Aquaman turns up and makes fun of him. It's good to see you playing well with others again. Just like a bat. I dig it. Maybe temporary. Yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. Where he turns up and he goes, so... I hear you talk to fish. That's brilliant. Well, that's a great line. No, I'm talking about the bit later on where uh, Gordon says to him, uh, I'm glad to see you playing well with others again, or something along those lines. And then he says temporarily. Well, it's, I, I don't, again, I don't mind that. That that's Maybe it's, it is a more underplayed humour, but it's fitting with the style. If they all told stupid pun jokes like 60s Batman, I would just hit my head against the wall till it bled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking Aquaman might be the the most lighthearted of the bunch. He seems like he's quite uh, off the wall and, and um, doesn't care. He's, he's going to have to be physical humour though, punching people about because very noticeably. And I think this is a. I'm going to say it was a good choice, but I think it was the only choice they had. They they've downplayed the the whole craziness of Aquaman. First of all. They've put him on a huge plate of beef jerky that is Jason Momoa. I mean, you couldn't get anybody <laughs> who is, you cannot take the piss out of this guy. You know, they couldn't take that anymore to that level. But they've also, the, the title, he is not Aquaman. They've just said in reference to him, he is the Aquaman. As in, we're yeah. not going to use this. That's just his description. That's not his name. And then they've, t- they've slightly taken uh, uh, the piss out of him, as you say, Bruce making jokes of all the things that are a bit silly rather than using them as this is how they are it's no this is 
how I'm trying to take the piss out of you for being a bit too stylized for your own good. Mm. So that downplay of Anchorman, I think, is is is, is going to be welcome. I thought I just thought it was really cool when he was standing on the Batmobile, sort of laughing as they drove into battle. That was, that yeah, was quite a cool image. He's going to be a more of a Viking character, absolutely, yeah. and that, that that'll work. Yeah, and you see some shots of his undersea people as well. Yeah, there's a brief shot of his wife Mira. I don't know if she's his wife in this, but there's a brief shot for um, sort of swimming about underwater. So there, you might get to see at least some of Atlantis, which could be quite exciting. Gives the this not quite a universe thing a bit more scope. They have, you know, on on the note of the humour being included in the trailer or hevered, he, featured heavily, sorry, in the trailer. I, I, you know, we've been this way with DC before, where they featured bits of humour and things, and it's turned out they've used the four or five best gangs <laughs> that they've got in their arsenal during or, the trailer. So, or in the case appear, of Batman v Superman, the only gag. The only gag, yeah. <laughs> so when it appears, and you go. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen that gag. Where's, where's the other ones? Oh, oh where did they go? Uh, it's yeah. like, it's, I, I, that, I've, I've been burnt too many times before by DC trailers. And that's why I'm, I'm kind of cautious about going, oh, well, this looks like it's going to have a slightly lighter tone and they're going to have a bit of a laugh or a bit of banter together, at least until the, the big fight starts. Well, Fair you, you keep reacting to, to feedback from the previous film. So, you know, people said that Batman v Superman was too bleak to be enjoyable, so they've promised to make Justice League a bit lighter, reshot scenes and so on, to add in more jokes. Um, obviously, they don't seem to have fixed the um, the camera filters, um, which might happen later. doesn't uh, need to be fixed. Well, it's, it's one of the chief complaints, and I would, I would quite like to see a bit more colour and a bit less grime. Although there's been a lot of chat there, hasn't it, that there's an equal number of people that like it that don't like it. So um, I, I, I think it's a bit harsh to say that it just needs fixed and they've done it wrong. I mean, even if there's a disagreement here, outnumbered two to one, and I don't know what Chris's view on this is, but if he goes the other way, it's two to one, or if he goes even, it's one to one. Either way, we're not got strong feeling one way or another where we've all said we definitely want this fixed. So I think if they have put in a lot more jokes and if Chris doesn't get betrayed again by not in <laughs> just being only four <laughs> jokes, uh, there is a promise here. I, I'm, I'm reading this trailer as they have answered some of the needs of the fans, which they had to do. Otherwise, they would just be artists up their own backside. But while still keeping to the premise of the originals and not totally rewriting it, which, dear God, did I despise them for doing with Thor 1 to Thor 2. Uh, that was a total betrayal that they changed the film completely. It, whether, you know, if, if you liked or didn't like one or the other, I think there's still this argument that they are totally different films. So I'm pleased to see that Justice League has said... We hear what you're saying, and we've changed a few of these things. Here's the promise of jokes. Here's the promise of we put a lot of thought into Ackerman. And we're still going to build, though, on what we've done before. I, I don't want to see them just suddenly changing it so completely. That would be too much. I think with the, how far Justice League was in production at the time, it's too late to make any massive, you know, uh, bottom-level changes. So these kind of... Uh, reactionary changes might appear in later films that aren't quite in production yet. By all accounts, Wonder Woman looks quite colourful, for instance. 
as a film. Um, but that's because Zack Snyder's not directing it more than anything else, maybe. Um, she gets a bit of a uh, a bit of a bad run, I thought, in in this particular trailer. Although maybe I've misjudged it because I'm looking at her through only female character. He said in a horribly leading way, but I did notice that she got hierography where the others didn't. Um, by which I mean, there's a scene where she slowly in sorry, there's a slow slow motion camera shot of her coming to a stop, and she tosses her hair behind her. <laughs> and I thought it's a it's a bit of a shame for her to get that when you know. Batman and the Flash have got the comedy pieces. They're yep. setting the cyborg up to be the foil, whereas I am completely serious and your jokes mean nothing to me because I am a robot. They've gone that route. And then they've got, you know, the Aquaman is, is, is the Viking. But it, it felt like Wonder Woman is, I'm here to be pretty and fight things. So I hope she gets more than that in the film. Yeah, um, I quite like the look of the Flash as well. Uh, speaking of someone that used to like the TV show, uh, I think certainly from a visual point of view, his powers look really cool. I think his suit really looks bad. Uh, that that metallic armor that look, makes him look like a Power Ranger just doesn't look very good at all. Um, but the way they visualize his speed is very good, although it does look quite violent. And I, I kind of noticed that when they you see the brief bit of his speed in um, Batman v Superman and in Justice League, where you know when he when he runs it does noticeable damage to his surroundings. So it makes me wonder if he's, if he's even safe to be around. At that power level, though, why not? Because I'm, I'm glad they've committed to his power level. You, and I think they had to. Superman, stupidly powerful. Wonder Woman, stupidly powerful. And you want to see a Flash that is actually on that level. And I, I think that they've given us that with this guy who is just a force that, does have an impact on everywhere around him. Yeah, we also see a bit of, not crossover to the TV series, but a very kind of, an image that's familiar to people who've watched the TV series of him talking to his dad through the the prison glass. I presume it's his dad, it must be. It must be, they wouldn't have a random other person in prison. Yeah, um, so, yeah that's what I thought. Yeah, so I wonder if the, the Flash film will just be a rushed version of the season season one of the TV show. Um, hopefully not, but I don't think there's much to go on either way from this particular trailer. It was just interesting they included that, and I wonder if they should be leaving the individual character stuff for the, you know, the, like their their personal lives okay, out of the the team up films. In the same way that in an Avengers film, you don't tend to get uh, development of their solo arcs that are happening in their other films. You might get mention right. of them, but not development of them. I think they'll struggle to get away of the danger of wanting to put the origins in there. I think we will see chat. You'll see uh, Atlantis because you'll get the origin of Aquaman. You see the father of Flash because you'll get the origin of Flash and you'll see the father of Cyborg because you'll get his origin. I think they're going to touch on all of them. I, I agree. I wouldn't want to see any of it. I think they should just yeah. ditch it. But yeah, I, This I, film I will be two and a half hours long. An hour and a half will be origin stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, because we all love those. Um, but there's there's some cool stuff in there. The Age of Heroes talk is very kind of uh, it's very kind of big and important sounding. I'm not sure what to make of it. If it's just going to be full of these kind of declarations of of important stuff. They said the Age of Heroes would never come again. It has to. 
they're clearly fighting aliens, and it looks like they're fighting alien henchmen throughout. So we have no hint of a villain yet. No, there was um. there was no obvious one. But the 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 thing is, like we say, the Flash is ridiculously powerful. The character team together are pretty huge. So the 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 enemy will need to be very powerful themselves to to yeah. pose a threat, like a credible threat to yeah. them. I mean, the, the the line they've got to tread is obviously we've seen the Avengers film, we've seen aliens coming from a, a you know a black hole above New York. So how they they vary that themselves is going to be very interesting because they're, they're kind of held back by the fact that someone's come there and done their superhero team up film first. I don't think it'll stop them. I mean, look at Suicide Squad; they had the giant sky beam like every other blockbuster has at the moment. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if Justice League has its own big sky beam. I think it's just that the criticism will come very heavy, and I kind of feel for them that they must watch a lot of the films that are coming out and go, oh, damn it, we've written the massive <laughs> sky beam in. Oh, and that's <laughs> on it. You know, I, I, I do feel for them. From the, the, the trailer point of view, we don't get a sense of what the overall threat's going to be, who the villain's going to be. So it's it's worth reserving judgment, you know, because all we've got to go with is the trailer at the moment. Yeah, we don't even see Superman in this. Presumably he's going to turn up at the end or something, or towards the end. Well, there'll be another couple of trailers, won't there? So they'll give yeah. you the characters in this one, the villain in another one, and, and so on. So yeah. this is the character trailer. Yeah, and I know a lot of people out there are going to be ready to hate this film because for some reason the DC films or people just, in my experience, seem to go out of their way to dislike them. Um, isn't, that, isn't that you? He said. No, no, I don't. Um, I want to like these films, of course. Oh, I want to sit, yeah. I want I to sit and watch. A, <laughs> I want to sit and watch comic book movies and love them all. I want them all to be great. I don't sit there and hope that something's going to be bad because. I'm going to spend probably the best part of three hours watching this damn thing. I don't want, yeah. you know, I don't want it to feel like a waste of time. Uh, I wanted Suicide Squad to be good. It just wasn't. You know, yeah. um, I think I wanted Batman v Superman to be better than it was, but I still liked it. I'm one of the people that would go on record saying that I did like it. Um, so I think this, um, I think this has the potential to be really good, but I wonder if it's just going to fall into the same traps that other people don't like about them already which means it will, you know, come out to divisive opinions. I, I think that it's guaranteed to be both hated and liked, just like the other ones are, yeah. and be, just because of the things we've discussed of what they can change and what they can't change. And it's a divided audience. You're never going to please everybody. It's impossible. I, that's a shame to be carrying that round your neck going into your next venture. But, uh, but, but there it is. Yeah. Well, this... There's also a quick shot of Lois Lane in this trailer, so it shows they're not listening completely. You know, why the hell is she in this? You know, she's a, she, you could have written her out of Batman v Superman with almost no difference. So, Well, it depends what it is. If it's a cameo, then maybe it's just teasing for the next film. So, yeah, reserve judgment, maybe. Yeah. Um, it has been confirmed that Superman will be back in this one, though. Um, Henry Cavill's been cited on set, and they've been talking about the um, the post-death costume that's famous from the comics and so on. So uh, I, I can see why they wouldn't show him in this trailer, because it's kind of all about these heroes that honour him rather than team yeah. up with him. But um, I, wonder, I wonder how Superman will come into it and how the other characters will react to him and what role he'll play as well. That could be a trailer set. You know, they could do the villain trailer is two and the Superman trailer is trailer three. 
Yeah, or Superman will just turn up at the last second of the final trailer or something like that. Aye. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. Um, I'm quite looking forward to it. I'm interested to see what they do. Uh, I don't. I won't watch any other trailers. I don't think, unless this podcast gets record listens. In which case, you know, the people have spoken. You cheap ass mercenary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mean this so, isn't about the art? I've been misled all this time. This, this isn't about the art. No. No. Not, well, not completely. I do like having these conversations, but you know, um, I would have to feel that risking spoilers is worthwhile. Okay. I don't feel like this trailer spoils much, though. It tells us who all the characters are, and I already know who they are. So that's fine. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad I watched this trailer because I think it importantly made a promise to me. And I think that I didn't need that promise, but I was very glad to see it. Because even though I've said at the start of this, I fear they've bitten off more they can chew, I'm very pleased to see the little improvements that they've made, that they're advertising that they've made, putting in the comedy, tackling Aquaman, and all all these things. It says to me, come and watch this film. It does it as well, importantly, without revealing too much of the plot. So in a world where trailers are normally awful because they either spoil the plot or they're just totally pointless – this trailer is has done a lot of good work, and if I were rating trailers, I would give this trailer a really good mark. Fair enough. Let's not rate trailers. That's no. just yeah. <laughs> it's a slippery slope, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Uh, we'll be doing poster reviews next week. Um, <laughs> it's I, I the trailer looks great. I've had my finger, like I said earlier on, I've had my fingers burnt with these trailers before. So I'm really hopeful. It looks like a film I'm going to watch and I'm going to really, really enjoy. And as much as I don't want to turn against our glorious leader, um, the sepia tone isn't, or the the filter is not the issue that I've had with films in the past. The issue's more been the fact that they've jumped to a universe instantly without letting it gradually build. That's been my issue with it is that they've sort of not given us the time to invest. If this film does that, if we get a bit of it through Wonder Woman, I'll be very happy. Yeah, because I'd just like to add to that, Craig, outnumbered two to one, you lose. (laughs) I lose. Therefore, I don't get my DC Universe. Sorry. I'm I'm fated to never get a colourful version of The Flash that I enjoy, (laughs) unless I just rewatch season one over and over again. What you should should do is you should put a filter or turn the brightness up on your TV. (laughs) I can't really do that in an IMAX screen, that's a problem. No, but you wait until it comes out in DVD. <laughs> and just turn the brightness up, yeah. Yeah, yeah why not? Uh, they actually did something with uh, Man of Steel. Uh, someone someone on the internet uh, sharpened up the colours and stuff, and it looks really quite vibrant and, and great. And um, I'll dig that out for the notes, if I can find it again. Yeah, so anything else? Oh, there was one thing that I forgot to mention. Uh, we, the trailer starts with some very familiar Batman in, imagery of him standing on a snowy mountain. You know, they're going to keep returning to that with uh, ever since Batman Begins. Are we ever going to get away from that? Because they kind of did that in Man of Steel as well. Maybe, but I can't hate it for that. So I'm going to stay with <laughs> outnumber two to one, you lose. <laughs> it's just something that stood out for me. You know, it's like, oh, we did this in Batman Begins, so we'll do it again. Batman nope. likes to be on snowy mountains. Nope, still don't care. <laughs> 
yeah. So I don't have anything else. I think we've talked about this longer than anybody should talk about a trailer. Um, Chris, you got any final things? No, no, that, that's about it. Aaron, other than gloating that I've lost. Um, no, but I would just like to say two to one out of the mud, you lose. <laughs> ah, fair enough. He's going to edit out. He's going to edit out me saying <laughs> that I agree, isn't he? It's all going to go, isn't it? Oh no, I'm going to I'm going to pick some dialogue from earlier podcasts. It sounds like where you've talked about hating something and put this in. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate colours. <laughs> you know, like something like that. Yeah, uh, it, it, it will sound just as bad as it. I made it sound there. So on that note, uh, we'll wait until November and see the film. Uh, there's some other DC goodness until then in the form of Wonder Woman, which comes out in, I want to say June, maybe July. Hey, right about then. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a big year for DC, two films, just like last year, I suppose. And every year for the rest of time. Enjoy Justice League, hopefully. And thank you for participating in this pilot discussion of trailers. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> it was a big week for trailers with the release of the second look at the Sony Marvel shared custody effort Spider-Man Homecoming. I couldn't resist having a look and having a chat about this too. Here to talk Spider-Man with me is Sandy. Hello. Hello. I'm guessing you've seen this trailer, otherwise it's going to be just me talking at myself while you go, hmm. Trailer? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, yes, I've seen it. What trailer? Uh, for Spider-Man 3? <laughs> no, 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 no. Is Maguire coming back? <laughs> yeah, so I guess where to start, this is a new feature, so I'm still working out the kinks, but where to start is, what did you think of the, the two minutes, 40 seconds as a cohesive thing? I'll tell you one thing, it's made me interested in, in Spider-Man again. Yeah. Um, I saw... I, I can't remember this guy's name, but I saw him in the last Avengers movie, mm-hmm. uh, Civil War. Yeah, yeah, Tom and Holland. That's him. That's him. And I was impressed. Uh, he's 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 a he's a young lad. Uh, I'm trying not to make this sound overly um, di- uh, dodgy here, but he's a <laughs> yo- he's a young lad, um, and he's just perfect for Peter Parker in my point in, in just in my humble point of view and I've just seen this saw that trailer today uh, as you mentioned it and I'm like yeah I could go and watch that I had no interest in watching the amazing Superman sorry Spider-Man, Spider-Man the amazing Spider-Man uh, and I'm doing the inverted comma things with, with my fingers here mm. um, I'm, I saw the trailers for them and I'm like that's just gash yeah, the, the Amazing Spider-Man films were problematic, to say the least, even though I did like parts of them. Uh, Tom Holland, for me, um, the, the way I saw it is Tobey Maguire was a great Peter Parker, but a kind of lousy yep. Spider-Man, because you don't have the wisecracks and all that stuff, whereas Andrew Garfield was the opposite. He was a great Spider-Man, but his Peter Parker was too cool, you know, and, and it was just felt wrong to me. He should never be cool. You, know, you should never have a cool Peter Parker because that defeats no, the purpose. No, he, he needs to be he needs to be yeah. awkward and um, socially inept. Yeah. So this one's awkward and he's a nerd, and, or he seems to be a nerd, and he's, and he's got uh, the wit. Yeah, and he's and he's wisecracking. You know, this trailer, um, he's a bit cheeky. It's like he, when yeah. he does a cannonball into the swimming pool. It's uh, funny. And he and when he yells, "What's up, guys?" It's like a bit Bugs Bunny, isn't it? It's almost like he pops out the rabbit hole. What's up, guys? Uh, yeah, indeed. Uh, he's, ter- he's certainly um, 
more like a, a character of his time. Yeah. Uh, and not manufactured. Not he doesn't feel manufactured. He feels much more. This is how they are these days. They they're always wisecracking and making jokes and and this that and the other. It's it's just I found it funny. I was laughing all the way through it. I'm yep. like I can't wait to go and see this. And yeah, and it's what Spider-Man should be, as far as I'm concerned. He was always the wisecracking hero because he yes, made jokes he was. because he was terrified, and it was a way to kind of make him feel less terrified. Yes. Yeah, and I love that uh, his best friend. Uh, I don't know who the best friend is. Finds out uh, because he kind of <sighs> has this confidant uh, who. He can just speak to, and you've got the whole. So, do you know Captain America? And he's like, I stole his shield. And, and you've got the Captain America <laughs> fitness video, which is just great because you totally would. Yeah. You totally would sell, tell your friend, I stole his shield. I stole his shield. <laughs> do you know him too? I stole his shield. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen Civil War yet, yeah, well, uh, that's, this is that's that's what that re- in, in reference is. Yeah. It was in, in the trailer to... for Civil War, so like there's only well, so there much you can spoil. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, some people don't watch trailers. No, and me, if they don't watch trailers, what, <laughs> and if they don't watch trailers, what are they doing listening to this podcast? Yeah. I, I'm usually the one not watching trailers, but I'm kind of waiting to see how this feature does before I decide to go back to that or not. Indeed, that has kind of annoyed me about you. You're always saying, "Oh, no, I'm not sure I'm going to watch this." And, yeah. and I'll ask you, and I'll ask you, "Have you seen the trailers yet?" And, he, and you'll go, "No." <laughs> and I'm like, "How on earth can you see? I'm not interested. I'm not probably not going to go and watch this if you've not seen the trailer." Well, I'm usually going to. I usually don't watch a trailer for a film that I'm actually definitely going to see. So, Spider-Man, I'll be in there, even if it, you know, it's terrible or whatever. The, I'll still be there. But a, a lot of people, a lot of people say, "I don't want to watch the trailer because it's going to give too much away." These days, that's not actually so because they usually sell you on a completely different story as to what actually happens yeah and I actually feel like this trailer does give quite a lot away I could start tracing where I think the story is going to go oh I already know one location yeah well Washington Um, uh, no 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 no. (laughs) a a filming location Um, the guy uh, and uh I'll admit here, I'm not totally immersed in the com- in, in the comic books, mm-hmm. so I don't know what the guy's name. The guy with the wings, the vulture, and the edge, the vulture. That's him. Yep. Um, you see him swooping down, and this very interesting architectural thing behind him. Mm-hmm. That is actually the Atlanta Marriott Marquis Hotel. Oh wow! And I know that because I've been there. That's where DragonCon is held, mm-hmm. um, and that's where I was last year, and that's where I will be this year. So hmm. it'll be interesting, will they actually say that that is actually in Atlanta, or are they going to pretend that that's a building in Washington? Or New York. Or New York, or somewhere else. Because it, it definitely looks like, because he's, uh, he's sitting on the side of the uh, the Washington Monument, isn't he? Indeed, at one yeah. point, and then and the other time he's, he's, he's actually, you actually see um, Stark Tower. Yeah. As well. Avengers Tower, so, yeah. Yeah, Avengers Tower at this point, and um, so I wonder if they're gonna. If my mind is is saying, are they going to actually make the interior of this hotel the, the swooping down bit? Is that actually inside that the Avengers Tower? Because the shape the shape is mm, similar. Yeah. Anyway, that's just my mind going make, going over time. Well, that's what probably, trailers are supposed pro- to do. You're supposed to speculate. Probably over. Yeah, I'm probably yeah. overanalyzing it. But <laughs> I just, it's just, I like it when I see a filming location and I, I can go, oh, I recognize where that is. Well, I'm going to get that when Avengers 3 comes out. 
Oh, yep, yep, they're right around the corner from you. That's right. In Cor- in, as as a lot of Ameri- American media are calling Cockburn Street, it's actually yes. Coburn. Yeah, Street. they're also finished there at the moment, but they're going other places. Royal Miles this weekend. Great. I, f- I found it rather interesting that they purposely made a Turkish kebab shop. Yeah, it looks like it's actually set in Scotland, which is interesting. I wonder if they're actually going to... If, if Are they going to do uh, a World War Z on us and pretend that that's somewhere in America, or are they going to say Edinburgh, Scotland? Well, a lot of the fake signs are Scottish in nature, so, yeah, I think it's going to be set in Scotland. They might they might not make it in Edinburgh. They might make it something else, I suppose. Um, somewhere in Scotland. Hey, yeah. But, hey, how cool is it? We've got Avengers being filmed literally on our doorstep. Does that just not fill you with a buzz? It does. Yeah, I'll need I mean, to go star spotting if I can. It, it's causing traffic mayhem. Yeah, but it's awesome. That's great. Yeah, no long, no longer is it always just happening in one of these big American cities. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, far, far away, and we don't recognise any of the parts. We're gonna, be, you're gonna be watching the film, and you're going, I've been there, I've been there, and I've been there. <laughs> that has usually got a green door, and that's usually got a red door. Hmm. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be a, an experience, certainly. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. Back to the the trailer. Uh, yes. You mentioned the vulture. I think he looks pretty badass. Yeah. Oh, he does. And I, yeah. um, and my, should I say? It? Yes, yeah. Michael Keating, the bad guy. Michael Ooh. Keaton. That's right. Yeah. Yes. He's has he played the bad guy before? I think he has I don't played think, villains of sorts before. I don't yeah. think I've seen him. I don't think I've actually watched a film where he's a villain. Mm, I can't think of any, but I'm sure he must have done it. I'm sure he did. Maybe, yeah. maybe not quite as in-your-face villain as this guy hmm. appears to be. Anyway, he, he, looks, kind of, he looks awesome. He looks good. Yeah, he seems to have some kind of vendetta against Stark in some way, which makes sense with the tech stuff. Oh, everybody um, has. Everybody doesn't like Stark in one way or another. Yeah, because of and then... Either, either because of what he did with um, Ultron or... Yeah. or Something he did with the Avengers, or oh, I don't know, or just because he's a dick. <laughs> oh, because he, yeah, he is a he is a, a millionaire dick. Yeah, um, and he's he he doesn't hide it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously rubbed this guy up the wrong way, and it's going to be interesting how far into that history they're going to go. Yeah, and it's it's also interesting what you've got here is Stark as a mentor figure for Peter, which you know tracks with what happened in the previous film. Um, Indeed. I kind of thought he might just be there for a couple of scenes to offer some fatherly advice and then he would bugger off but it seems like there's going to be some kind of there's some kind of coming of age arc for Peter here Hmm. uh, because of that whole bit about give me the suit back and he says I'm nothing without it and says if you're nothing without the suit then you shouldn't have it what if somebody had died I was just trying to be like you I wanted to be better I'm going to need the suit back but I'm nothing without this suit if you're nothing without this suit then you shouldn't have it exactly what it does, what you see later is he fights the vulture and he's, and he's in kind of a rudimentary suit that clearly Indeed. looks more homemade. So I wonder if he's like, that's him trying to prove the fact that he's worthy of protecting people. Indeed, and, or it could be that those sequences are completely out of order. Yeah, it could be he fights the vulture, but it, it feels like he must have the Stark suit to begin with, right? Because he had it since Civil War. Did you notice the Stark suit? How how it works with the web wings and things. No, 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 no! The fact that he pre- he presses or twists, yeah, yeah. The, the, and it then instantly goes from baggy to skin tight. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. But I'm wondering. That if, is very cool. Yeah, I'm also wondering if he gives the suit back, then mm-hmm. has his little homemade one, 
defeats the vulture wearing that and then makes his own later possible or wins over Stark and Stark says okay then you've proved yourself welcome yeah. to the Avengers yeah I'm wondering how Spider-Man's activity uh, works with the Sokovia Accords because he's surely too young to be registered he's only supposed to be like 15 or something I w- but yeah I wonder if they even even touch upon that they must do because Stark they'll, is they'll really trying to. to steer him away from, from heroics they, they will have yeah indeed they'll, they'll have to uh, yeah. or, it could be, or it could be that Stark is just slightly egging him on because Stark is not for the um, um, actually he is for the yeah no, he uh, was championing them yes yeah, so. Sarkovia Accords so yeah it could be uh, it's it's hard to tell from just the trailer yeah. uh, there's there's a jumble of information in there but it'll yeah. be interesting to see how far they go into that detail as well yeah. or if they're gonna or if they're gonna make a mistake and gloss over it yeah I do like the idea of um Peter proving that he's a viable solo act on his own by saying, well, screw you, Stark. Actually, what you said made sense, and I'm going to prove that I can defeat this Vulture guy without I, I like fancy that, yeah. tech. Yeah. It, and it, then, it's like you say, a coming of, of an yeah. age story, and then it might work, be quite good. And it would make sense for him to um, make his own suit after that as well. You know, like, well I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm, I'm done with you, you as a mentor. I'll come on way now. Here I am. <coughs> It certainly would, but I I think at the end we'll see him in a Stark does that, uh, Stark suit. Could be, yeah, he might get his uh, old one back, but I, I think Stark will give him it back because yeah. uh, otherwise uh, I don't know. They, studios they do like to change the costume designs a lot, so hmm. it, it's feasible that he sticks with his own. Yeah, or makes a a more makes a more. A, a more unique version of the of a, that design, you know, yes. it makes himself. Yes, because Spider Man has been ultimately a solo act throughout the years, and the fact is, he's supposed to kind of do everything on his own. But I think um, I quite like the idea of he takes all the fancy toys and then decides he's better off doing it on his own. That's that's quite an interesting idea for him because, of course, like some rich guy comes up to you, you know, and he's like, "Here's all this tech. I can help you grow as a hero. You'll be an Avenger one day. Look at this. It's going to be amazing." Hmm. And Peter couldn't get sucked in by that, surely. But you know, maybe with a bit of time and a bit of thought, he's like, "Well, I don't think that path is quite for me." But here's the way I'm going to do it. It could be that the events of um, the events of uh, Civil War also made him rethink. Yeah. Um, I wonder if because um, you see the scene from Civil War. Where he's in uh, the limousine and he's talking to um, Sp- uh, Stark. That, that wasn't in Civil War, but I think it's set just afterwards because you've, you see the bruise under Stark's eye and things. Is it? Yeah. It's, well, it's, it, it was. It was from the Civil War film anyway. You see it in the Civil War film. No, because um, I, I remember. That, I, I, there's no I scene like that. Rem- no. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I remember yeah. seeing that somewhere. Where seen, did I see that then? Uh, where maybe did I in see the that? first trailer. Is it possible? Yeah, in the first trailer they had this whole bit where uh, Peter thinks he's about to be hugged, so he hugs him back, and he's like, "I'm not hugging you, I'm getting the door." It gotcha. was the first, yeah, it was the first right, trailer. Yeah, okay, but... it must have been that because I, I swore blind when I saw that. I went, "Ooh, nice little." Um... Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I was just, I was just <laughs> inventing things in my head. <laughs> yeah, um, but if if Peter's going to spend the film forging his own path, that's quite cool. So yeah, he can I, be a I solo act, and, and that's quite an interesting idea. And, uh, it, it lends itself also to solo uh, films, so that yeah. um, he doesn't have to always have a guest Avenger or something like that helping yeah. him. Yeah, doesn't. Yeah, this film needs Iron Man to realise that Peter doesn't need Iron Man. Simple Indeed. as that. Yeah. 
Um, things about it I didn't like. It has another fight with a villain where he gets unmasked. I hate that. I didn't spot that. Yeah, he's, he's been trampled by the vulture, and his mask is off. But he's still wearing his like proto suit thing, his little homemade thing. Yeah, well, we so don't that... we don't know we don't know exactly what leads up to that just now. It could be that the vulture already knows who he who he is. And yeah, but I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, in the, in this day and age, it's very hard yeah. to keep your keep your um, keep your identity secret. Yeah, but this you know let the secret identity thing happen. I mean, it doesn't happen in these Marvel movies anyway, so let's let it happen. I don't know how it's going to play out in the film, admittedly, but it just looks like this is another fight where he's unmasked. Uh, and fighting a villain which is a bit of a pain also I think that plane sequence looks a bit too big a bit too high profile for Spider-Man I'm not sure that'll that'll have to be explained and I'm hoping yeah he finds himself in the air the plane is going down and and he's pulling it off course and things Um, that's something you'd see Superman do not Spider-Man yeah or Iron Man Superman does the Iron Man thing yeah Iron Man or Superman do the aerials yeah. Spider-Man is more earthbound I mean, for obvious can, reasons. It shows his creativity and things, but I just feel like that's too big a sequence, you know. And, I don't um, know. There might be a. We might see it in the film that, it, and it might make perfect sense. Oh, it might be great. In, it, 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 it could. Yeah. It could be that he's the vultures got him on that on that plane. Yeah. And is trying to take him somewhere, and he manages to affect some sort of escape. Then yeah. things happen. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Yeah. He might not be there purposely just to save whatever whoever's yeah. on board that that plane it might just be circumstance yeah i was just kind of hoping for a bit more subdued spectacle in spider-man film yeah true yeah okay yeah. fair enough but uh um it's 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 certainly not put me off no it's too early to say and uh, but it's, it does seem like this trailer has a very kind of through line so it looks like I've, I mean I've got a prediction for what Peter's arc's going to be, how the story's going to frame itself etc etc but it could all play out differently um, who knows but it's great to see Spider-Man on screen again and it's great to see him it, at least yeah. looking like how he, I feel he should be you know, yeah he, he looks he looks dorky Yeah, he sounds dorky he's got a bit of a squeaky voice yeah that's that's what I liked about him in in in, again it sounds incredibly dodgy but that's what I liked about him because Peter Parker is meant to be an awkward teenager yeah um coming of age um not quite found himself not sure um and this this guy he just he he oozes that and he just makes it work I'm fairly I'm pretty sure that in in real life he's a very well adjusted very uh, a nice guy and everything but the way he portrays Peter Parker it's just perfect this is like yeah that is Peter that is Peter yeah it also looks like we don't have to watch Uncle Ben die again so I'm I'm quite happy about that yeah no No more origins (laughs) indeed we don't we don't need another origins I was going to say oranges there for a second we don't need any more oranges or oranges we don't need any oranges or origins (laughs) films thank you very much we've had that yeah, um, I don't think I've got much else to say really it's 2 minutes 40 seconds I'm quite amped for it, I'm quite excited I wonder what it's to do with that little spider robot that comes out of his symbol <laughs> yeah, that that's that looks like a little Stark extra Stark I, think it's a, I think it might be his famous he spider also, tracers he also, yeah, he also seems slightly he also seems slightly surprised by it as, almost yeah. as if he didn't mean to activate yeah. it yeah, what's this? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but yeah, who knows or oh, hey knowing Stark it could also be some sort of monitoring device so Stark can keep tabs on him who knows yeah 
7th of July, <laughs> Spider-Man comes out. Yep. Exciting. Definitely going to go and see it. Big IMAX film. I'll be there. I'll be excited. I'll be wearing some kind of Spider-Man t-shirt. I'll be like a child again. I'm <laughs> loving it. Now that I know that there's an IMAX in Edinburgh, yes. <laughs> yeah, before, great. before I Before um, IMAX has always been uh, a 40-45 minute drive to yeah. that uh, to Glasgow and it, sometimes it's just not worth it with the traffic but yeah. now that I know that there's one in Edinburgh yes I might even join you uh, but I'm not if it's a midnight viewing because I'm not that <laughs> I'm not like that into my films I can, <laughs> I can wait until a Friday night or a Saturday yeah well I will see it 500 times yeah <laughs> like comic, comic book guy in The Simpsons, even if it's crap, I'll come out and I'll be like, worst film ever. I'm only seeing it three more times today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> worst, fl- worst film ever. One, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, 7th yeah. of July, you said? Uh, yes. I don't know if it'll have any That's release Friday. in the UK hey, or that, not. Yeah. Well, if, if it gets released on the Friday, on the 7th, that's a Friday. I might, may join you, may not. Well, you'd be welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see how this trailer roundup goes uh, I wonder what, I, I wonder if we're going to get a third one um, a third what trailer oh yeah we'll, we'll have more trailers Yeah, because that seems to be the thing these days yeah a million trailers especially Marvel films there's always a million of them oh, I yeah. think this is the last one I'll watch for Spider-Man yeah I, I don't think I want to watch anything else the, the, I've seen two is... it's unprecedented I feel like I've seen enough <laughs> yeah the, this this is very abnormal for you I, yeah. I almost thought uh, who, who are you and what have you done <laughs> with Craig yeah so this week I've watched the Just League, Justice League trailer and Spider-Man and I feel dirty see I'm <laughs> not all that fussed for Justice League yeah, well, that's a different podcast. I, but, I don't um, like how they're, they've, they're not using Grant Gustin. <laughs> well, I think it's a but, stupid, stupid idea. Well, Flash season three, not enjoying it myself, but you know, uh, no, same here. I can, I, I'm, I've not been watching it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's for a different podcast. Different podcast, yes, Flash season three podcast. That means. Mm-hmm. So, any final thoughts about the Spider-Man trailer? I think I've covered most of it. Um, the Stark me, dynamic looks cool. Uh, me, I always me, like Stark. Made me go squee and do a little hand clappy. Yeah. It's quite exciting. And yes. It could be, uh, you know, I, I think I may be at the levels of excitement I was for Spider-Man 2 back in the day, which uh, mm. were quite high. I was quite yes. looking forward to that one, and it was amazing. So, great. Yep. Yeah. Agree. So, so, on that note, trailer discussion, uh, I believe, has ended. Would you agree? Yes, I think it's so. I don't think we can really squeeze any more out of that. No, two minutes forty seconds. Yes, enough. So let's not go. Hope you enjoyed, up. listeners, and thwip. <laughs> Just thwip. <laughs> thwip. I yep. love it. Thwip. So that was the first in our potentially recurring trailer chat feature. A special thank you to YouTubers Nstens1117 and 331Erot for the supplied music. If you like what you heard, then please do subscribe on iTunes, YouTube or any major podcasting app. Do also let us know if this feature was something you enjoyed, and join us on the next Neil Before Pod. Yeah, 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 yeah.